but we're about to get all psychedelic in here with an emphasis on the psycho. Because we're talking movies, we're talking The Love Witch, starring Samantha Robinson, Jeffrey Vincent Paris, and Laura Waddell. Written and directed by Anna Biller. Chris, men are like children. They're very easy to please, as long as you give them what they want. Uh, you fucking took my quote, man. We gotta start fucking organizing this better, cause uh, that's that's my quote too. There was a, a lot of fun quotes, but that one really stuck out for me. Uh, I would oh, also okay. hold on. No. Okay, I'll, I'll do another one. I'll do another. All one. right, do we want to cut? No, no, no. Oh, we're I'll just gonna keep rolling. One. Oh, I'm just... just gonna do. I'm just gonna do a second one. Here, go, you. go, go, go. Okay, Elaine. Do you like to ride? <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of How'd You Like That Movie? We're continuing on with our series of fuck romance. Take off your pants with 2016 psychedelic, The Love Witch. Scott, take it away. Okay, so before we begin, like, how fucking long have we been in this, this podcast? Uh, I think we've got what three or four episodes in now. So, so you, <laughs> you you should know to at least have fucking two quotes ready on the go, just in case. Yeah, but right? man, I like that quote was like not the top quote out there, and so I was like, okay, look, Scott's not gonna read this fucking far down. So I should be good. <laughs> Read this fucking part. <laughs> okay. Be like, he's not going to copy and paste INDB quotes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's a Chris thing. <laughs> so before we jump into the show, though, uh, your quote about like, men are like children. They're very easy to please as long as you give them what they want. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I, I, I am easy to please. I am like a child. Just give me what I want. <laughs> Don't make me beg for it. Just fucking just do it. Give me, exactly. give me, give me, give me. Now, Scott, <laughs> give me your fucking hot takes on this lukewarm right. movie. I just, I just want to say, I had a lot of fun with this movie. Bro, but, oh, wow. That is not the direction I thought you were going to go. Oh, right. Fuck. I am fucking, I'm saddle up, everybody. Let's go. Okay. So I, I did have fun with this movie. Uh, like the one thing I really enjoyed. Was it the edibles? Did the edible? You're like, no. I did a bunch of edibles. Oh, the, this movie the, was oh fantastic. <laughs> this movie on edibles would have been fucking. I would have seen the rainbow too. I'm tripping she would have given me the rainbow. I'm tripping out, man. We're in bat country. Huh, 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 huh. Uh, yeah. I love the visuals. I love like the throwback homage to the 70s. 60s. It's actually 60s uh, Technicolor horror films. I, see i was thinking more in terms of like the 70s hammer horror films like the dracos there was a lot of like christopher lee like in there like mm. when he's dracula the close-up and it's just his eyes and you see a little bit of uh, of that and then the close-up of his mouth when with the blood and shit but with them they changed it to like lip gloss and her doing her sexy look uh so right? isn't that early 70s film still the fucking 70s no no i'm just asking because that that would that you could you will see crossover in those periods because you're coming out of the 60s you're still using similar filmmaking techniques uh sure hey maybe our producer can pull up uh, christopher lee's dracula when that was i think if, if it was in the 70s it's in the early i 70s. think it was late 60s into the 70s into the 70s so yeah 100 yeah, like they that is exactly the homage that they're they're doing in this film keep going and, and also i'm gonna say because 
I enjoyed every choice that Anna Biller made in this movie because it just mind fucks you in such a fun way that it just put a smile on her face. Like, don't get me wrong. Like the dialogue's bad. The acting's bad, but <laughs> it's still like fucking fun to watch. Uh, yeah. I mean, and the acting style is done in a very deliberate manner to mimic uh, I can't remember the style it's called, but like it's very like front facing to the camera almost, right? Yeah, like at, at some points, I really thought the lead actress was leading, uh, just reading from a teleprompter because it was like straight to the camera. Oh, and, fuck and... yeah, man! Like that, that, uh, <laughs> that, that actually may be what like he may have memorized his lines, but I feel like that's exactly what you were supposed to feel like. Like, hi, here's my line. Break. Here's yet the rest of my line. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, like I know, but there's so many unanswered questions with this film, Chris. Such as? I, I think, I think I'm going to need a sequel. <laughs> well, cause the cause... ending, there could be a sequel. Like, but cause... not only that, like, like throughout this film, like spoilers, they're talking about a serial killer witch who's leaving pentagrams carved into victims' chests. But at no point is that ever resolved. Uh, like, that wasn't her. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So technically, there's another witch. And also, I really like, I really like that everything is dressed like 60s, 70s. But they're pulling out fucking cell phones, right? They're pulling out, like, BMWs, right? Like, it's just, like, we have a certain amount of budget. So it's, like, the mind fox that you're just, like, I love this. So so first off, Dracula is 1958. Christopher Lee's? Christopher Lee's, yeah. Unless you're thinking of Christopher Plummer's. No, Christopher Lee, man. Blood of Dracula, House of Dracula, The Brides of Dracula. Well, That's all hammer. Okay, well, I listen. I I'm gonna stay on the show. We'll let our producer figure that out because there says that there was a Christopher Lee one in 1958. So unless yeah, he... that was him uh, as Dracula with a mustache. <laughs> Mustachula. Yeah, Rah! yeah, yeah. He had he had like this hardcore mustache, right? That sometimes you couldn't even tell if it was his fangs or just the end pieces of the mustache. Like I know which one you're talking about. So yeah, so so but yeah, you're talking about the more like exploitation versions later on in the 70s. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So but this film isn't supposed to be set in the 60s. Like it's actually intentionally contemporary but shot in the style of 60s Technicolor. And the first time so first of I but I all actually, the wardrobe is 60s. 100%. No, I agree with all of that. But they actually wanted it in contemporary like it is set in modern day. And so I didn't know this was a 2016 film when I started watching it. And so I'm like, oh, okay, I figured uh, this is a 1960s, 1965, something like that. And so she gets pulled over, and she's got, like, a 60s Mustang. And I'm like, man, that cop car looks like they really haven't changed. I always thought cop cars, like, it, like I had a bit of a head scratch. And it wasn't until I was starting to do my, like, notes, like, kind of while I was watching the show or whatever. Like, I started to do research or whatever. I'm like, oh, no, it's from 2016. That's a 2016 cop car. And then the cell phones come out and everything else, right? So, yeah. And that was the thing. I thought what I was saying before, like, this thing mind fucks you in such a fun way. Like, spoilers. 
after her for the second, I guess, because the, the first one's her ex-husband that we kind of see in flashback. Yeah. But after the the prof dies, right? Yeah. You know, and then you get to the point where she's filling up a cup with her pee, throwing her... Uh, tampon. It, used tampon in there. And, and that fucking, like, that running joke of the fucking tampon that, that happens, like... <laughs> um, But, and then she starts burning her clothes right and then the next scene she's wearing all her clothes back into the car and i'm like oh okay <clears throat> so that's actually a good way for me to like lead into my my actual quote from like a, a journalist so turdad Duranchenki from the philadelphia inquirer biller's visual splendor is Wasted on a mediocre script riddled with structural problems. Scenes follow another willy-nilly as if moved around late in the process. Exactly. Like, they did not have a script supervisor, clearly. Like, there is no continuity half the time. You know, shit just no, happens. Like, and I don't know. That might actually be deliberate. You know what I mean? It I, might I do be. think it's deliberate. But because Anna, Anna Biller wrote it, directed it, produced it, cut it. Like she did everything. She, I think she even did the costume design and yes. the. Yeah, she like, did. Well, she even did the, the, not just the design, but I think she manufactured herself some of the, like the uh, pentagram carpet. She actually <laughs> like had to figure out how to like, I don't know, it's like darned or something like that, crocheted or some shit. She made that. So. Yeah. So, uh, so that's the thing. That's why I think it's kind of, kind of, um, everything was deliberate right and, and like i was saying is it before, though like, because i mean tommy Wiseau did all those things and is everything in the room deliberate <laughs> yeah man like he has sex with people's navels belly buttons yeah like that's how he does it <laughs> but, eastern european vampire but but that's the thing i think it was more well i think you can answer answer this you know you can put your producer director hat on i'm wearing so, it right now actually that's, that's perfect what I'm wearing. see uh so the love witch is one of the last films to cut an original camera negative on 35 millimeter film yeah man that's pretty cool so why is that significant like why is that the fact that it's one of the last ones to do it so this is okay. And so I, I actually want to investigate this more and I just didn't have time before the show because I know that. So if they may be talking about the fact that, so for example, get ready to drink Quentin Tarantino, he still shoots on film, but then what they do is they take the film negative and they digitize it, right? Like they basically make slides out of the digital film and turn it into digital film. And then they do their editing process. So what I think they might be talking about with this film is that it's the old way of like, you take your film stock, you cut it, like you physically cut your film stock, you reassemble it into the film that you're going to watch. And then like, then it's turned into like whatever, uh, like gets printed directly off those negatives. That's what I take from that line is that this was never at any point converted to digital it was from film, edited in film, and then reproduced on film. And then, like, obviously later, like, to get on streaming services, they would have done it. But, like, you had a negative. That negative was assembled as film, not as digital slides, and then repressed or reprinted 
onto film stock, 35 millimeters. That's what I take from it. So it's just, so first off, it's super labor intensive, right? Because you can't use any programs. You physically sit there and mark each section. You take each take and you, you cut it out and then you mark it. And I, I'm making hand gestures that the audio people can't see. Um, but the YouTube people can. But they can. And you hang it <laughs> in your dark room and you sit there and then you go. If so, if you've seen the Fableman, <laughs> the scene where he's using like a block and the chopper and he's like editing his film, he's taking sections of different film and reassembling them. And then from that, you would have your negative and then you would reprint that negative onto your 35 millimeter stock that you're going to then show in your movie houses or something. So it's expensive and it's time consuming. Um, and you just also don't have all the tools at your disposal. If you're using like Avid or Premiere Pro or whatever, like editing software, like you're, 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 it's a physical transfer, uh, transfer. Mm. And, and like I said, was... even, even, even QT doesn't do that shit. Like he shoots on film and then they put it into a digit, they digitize it and then they do all their editing in digital. And that is film school with Chris Langford. <laughs> there you go. Producer hat off. So with yourself, um, so did you enjoy this film? Did you not enjoy this film? Because I know your quotes kind of like fuck this film, but again, I think if you if you just go into it and think every little stupid choice was deliberate and like it just overall makes it like think about it, like the cop is the one that pulls her over, and then two days later he's promoted to a sergeant. Like, yeah, like how awesome is that? <laughs> Listen, okay, so when I first started this film, I was, like, super giddy with it. I was like, this is awesome. I love this. I love So I do love the aesthetic. I love it all the way through. I love the clothing. I love the costume. I like all of that stuff. Uh, there's definitely a hardcore feminist narrative that even I don't understand because I'm a dude. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of subtext going on that I'm sure just goes right over top of my head. Um, there's lots of nudity. Which I was like, wow, like full frontal, boobies, peepees, all that stuff. That's all very interesting, very arty. It's very arty. But <laughs> from a directorial standpoint, as a storytelling narrative, like at points I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Uh, I got bored real fast. <laughs> <laughs> because it was, to me, it was, uh, I often say this, like all show, no go. Like it was very nice to look at. And not just the, the, the boobies and the peepees and all that uh, sexy stuff. Like, aesthetically, it was very pleasing. But the fucking story kind of meanders around. It, I don't know. It, it, like, I get, like, because I know you're going to say, like, well, no, she made these guys fall in love with them. And then, like, bad things happened or whatever. I'm like, I get it. I just wasn't engaged. It did not hold me. I can't actually put my finger on it. I don't know if it was kind of the shitty script. But the, sh the script might not even be shitty. It could be that she went so hardcore into the homage that she reproduced a film from the 60s that really isn't uh, as as captivating today. So sort of like when I go back and I watch old films and I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, I get why this was a big deal then. Not a big deal now. Maybe she almost did too good a job that she reproduced something that really doesn't have the same effect nowadays. Listen, though, the cinematography is great and the costume and makeup is fucking fantastic and the wardrobe. So if you yeah, are the any cinematography, of those um, I don't have his name, but he is the cinematographer from Jennifer's body as well. Yeah. I'm David Mullen. OK, perfect. 
Yeah, but, he also did yeah. uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel, which is another hardcore period. I think it's at like what 1950s. So okay. he's definitely good in that genre. You know what I mean? Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. Jennifer's body's not, but Jennifer's body has a really interesting aesthetic to it. It's it's not quite surreal, but it's definitely uh, saturated and and then also gloomy at the same time. High contrast, like uh, Jennifer's body looks really nice as well as a, as a film. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the set designs uh, and props, like, again, like, just thinking about it, just put smiles on my face. Like, what husband, like, was her ex-husband, like, an actor or something? Because what guy has a picture and then just literally has his autograph on the fucking picture? <laughs> right? Like, ooh, love Johnny. And then... Wait, isn't that how you give pictures to your wife? Yeah, but but even still, but you're like, like but I'm then, an actor, so and I'm on a yeah, po- award-winning hit. actor. Come on, uh, <laughs> but like, and then randomly having a picture of the husband that she has the affair with, and then when the fuck did they take that other? Like, who took that picture of them together? But the wife's like, the wife was gone for what two days, three days. But Listen, it's just whoa, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You can get a lot done in three days. I mean, the photo—that's like, easy. Remember, it's contemporary. iPhone, boom, printed out your local box store, done. But yeah, it just it, like everything just fucking like made me laugh. And and like I said, that running joke with the um, um the running joke with the tampon because when the cops find the 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 thing and then they're just like both perplexed and staring at it like <laughs> what what is that and then there's the girl the woman that's behind them and she's just like gasping like how the fuck do you guys i just started laughing Well, because there's another it, quote like most men have never seen a used tampon and it's like yeah also true we tend to true. not see them used we try to avoid <laughs> seeing them even unused so Unless unless you played sports and someone jammed one up your nose. Thanks, coach. Send me back in. <laughs> so you liked but it. Yeah. You, I, I actually... I, Scotty like, I'll liked never it. Watch he the, really liked it. No, I'll never watch this movie again. Ever. Did you make your wife but, watch it or your daughter? No, or anything no, like that? no, no. I watched it all by myself. Like, with, with, with this context, there's not really much in terms of, like, films that, like, my wife would want to watch with us oh she didn't want to watch secretary watch some spanking no um but like she she was also a little um busy because you know the fourth season of you got released the same time so she fucking binged the other you know pseudo psycho stalker show yeah you know i'm gonna sidebar for a sec the whole concept of that show kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies like Let's make a hit show about a guy who's like a predator. <laughs> like he's, but he's a good guy. You he, like him. He's still, but he's a fucking stalker that does sh- fucking awful shit. Like, and people are like, oh, I love this shit. It's like, guys, like what? It's 2023. We're supposed to not be going, well, you know what I want? I want more stalker type fucking dudes. You know what I mean? You know, everything. What's, what's the. What's the saying? Everything old comes back again. Yeah, right. rapey. That's that's great. Let's let's we're bringing rapey back. That's that's. Oh, that is a good fucking segue with this movie. Like when they go to the burlesque show, and I love one in terms of another choice. I love how you know this bar slash bo- uh, club or whatever it is that you know 
the the town normies go to but also the witches and it's very easy to tell who are witches and who are not because i like how they you know it's supposed to be contemporary but they all come in robes and yes. stuff like that one dude is just always like cruising out in a robe and kiss, yeah. kissing her feet and stuff like oh hello goddess and then yeah. some dude will be like yeah get out of here witches get out of here man <laughs> and then they're like oh you know it's not like san francisco they're very more tolerant i'm like <laughs> uh, i do want yeah uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you uh what my favorite scene is go 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 was and... it the wedding that fucking bizarre or no before the wedding at the bizarro medieval fucking carnival <laughs> No, but it's close. It's when they had the the nighttime, uh, naked outdoors um, ritual. Yeah, yeah, ceremony to, or whatever. Yeah, they wanted the one girl to be possessed by the goddess witch. Yeah, but if you if you notice, and I I really think you should rewatch this. Is this going to be another episode of Scott Cock? It's one hundred percent an episode of Skaka because there's that old man extra with the huge ass beard and, and the micro penis. Wait, but and he's just constantly like leaned over trying to stare at this woman's vajayjay and boobs like the whole time. But if you notice when it starts cutting his micro penis, by the time they go all ring around the rosy. He's full on erection. <laughs> the people realize it and try not to hold his hand. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go rewatch it just to see dude old man penis get hard. That's hilarious. <laughs> Don't walk hard. Like, get hard. To, yeah, the, like the person that's supposed to hold his hand, like from the left, is so far away because <laughs> they're like, I do not want anything. <laughs> He's like, I haven't felt this in a long time. I think I took the wrong medication before I came to set. <laughs> I just thought he, he was like, in between cuts, he was just hopping <laughs> there like, that's the hand. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Um, so this film, like, we found it because I think IndieWire said it was like one of its 50 sexiest films of the decade or something like that or yeah. of the of the whole world. Is it sexy? I, I don't know if it's sexy. I, I'm not quite sure at this moment. It's fucking hilarious. That's what it is. But <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I guess. like, Because there is, like, you know, burlesque stuff. There's, you know, like, she's going to strip tease for you. And, you know, Elisa, illicit mushrooms that, you know, people adjust. Um and lots of technicolor and rainbows and hair over boobies. They do a lot of the long hair covering yeah. the nipple. Yeah, I think they just didn't want the NC seventeen, right? They're just like, well, you don't really see it. It's side boob. Side boobs, okay, man. The Simpsons and Family Guy does side boobs. Yeah. Um, Samantha Robinson, like the only thing I could really find her in that like that is super well known is she has a really small role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like that's like she hasn't done much big like including TV or anything like that since this role, which I'm sure. Well, I think I think she's just starting out as well. Mm. Well, you know, if you consider like twelve years and uh, starting out, but but yeah, I can I can see it. Well, it's same thing, right? Like their life, you know, like Ian Malcolm said, sometimes life 
just finds a way. Like maybe she got married. Maybe she had kids. Maybe or she's having kids. Who knows? Maybe she's dead. Right? No, I think she's pretty much still alive because when you researched her, she, there would have been like an end date. <laughs> so oh, there we go. We're gonna, there we go with that one. But yeah, all in all, um, I will say it was fun to watch, but I'll never fucking watch it again. Would you recommend it? If we go back to your original statement with about edibles, 100%. per, <laughs> And I might fucking do it. I actually <laughs> might go back to do this with edibles because I think it would be even more she's giving me the rainbow. Yeah. Right? And yeah, just yeah, fucking yeah. like, I don't know. It, it would be, it, I think it would be fun to fucking do this film on. Well, because they even use like a kaleidoscope lens and stuff like that. So you're yeah. doing the like tripping the light fantastic when, uh, when they're on the LSD or whatever, right? So, yeah. So it was fun. It was fun that way. Like, uh, and good honor. Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, some, she's somebody who bet on herself, right? Like, she literally produced this, directed it, just did the score, edited it. And, and, and from what you go ahead, go ahead. You're going to say what I'm going to say, I think. What? Oh, our producer sent over also did the music, like scored it. Oh, yeah, yeah. scored it. Um, so, yeah, like good on her because whatever she got in terms of when this, that company, Scopa, whatever, Cinescope or whatever. I don't think it was Cinescope, Ososcope or oh, whatever. Ososcope, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever they pay, like she got, she got fucking almost all the residuals, right? All she needed was the acting one, and I'm sure she's in there. She's probably somewhere. in there somewhere, yeah. yeah. So I couldn't find a budget. So I know her other, her, she did another film called Viva that I can't seem to find, but it's also like a 1970s, you know, talking about uh the women's rights movement kind of you know sexual awakening yada yada uh i know for that it had an eight hundred thousand dollar budget she had originally wanted a hundred thousand dollar budget and it she just kept running over so she would basically like crowdfund or go find like more money keep shooting more money keep shooting um and i couldn't find a budget for this one uh it did two hundred forty six thousand at the box office but I mean, to like, I, I I don't remember this ever being in the movie theater. I think it would have been a really limited run. So it'd be interesting to know how much it costs to make, because it looks like I know she did a lot of the work herself. But still, man, like, there's a lot of work went into this fucking movie. It should have been 90 minutes. It was a bit too long. It's it's like two hours. It, it should have been a bit shorter. I think. I think that would have helped keep the pace up. That would have took away kept from the peeing in a cup. Would have would have kept the pace up, just like that old man's cock. <laughs> yeah peeing in the cup and then using the funnel to like <laughs> mi like mix it and then i'm like nobody cleaned these funnels and and shout out to the like in terms of your saying cutting like 100 we could have cut the hey i'm the professor who's a uh occultist professional right yes. Like, we could have just cut that guy right out because his really bad English accent was <laughs> not fucking worth it, right? But You're they like, also oh, yeah, had, like, no. a real English actor in a major role. So they could have just cast a proper English actor for that role. Yeah, it's like, oh, he looks at the peacup, oh, and then he has to smell it. Oh, I know exactly this is what I thought. It's a witch's <laughs> thing. It's like, oh, okay. I, I can tell. I love the, the smell of witch's pee. pee in the morning. It smells like... Yeah. And, and talk, like... Let's get serious. 
cha chain of custody here. <laughs> that cop bringing that shit around <laughs> and all these people touching it. Like, he literally had no case with that witch after, right? Because she would just be like, who the fuck didn't touch my pee? Law and Order, San Francisco edition, doo-doo, the witch versus the mountain. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, there's a lot of chain of custody questions her lawyer would have. Seriously, man, other than, like, there's some really cool sexy shots that are very, like, like you said, or like we talked about, like, exploitation-esque. But that fucking medieval carnival was a freak show, man. The jester well, with the little with thing. The, doo -doo -doo. And, and ending with the unicorn? Yes, the whole thing is fucked, man. Yeah, I, I, I think... imagine that as a first date, though, eh? That was their first date. Wait, wait second date. Wait, right? wait, wait. I, I was under the impression your first date with your wife involved the unicorn. So I guess it was not. No, no. I'm, I'm saying, imagine being that cop, and you haven't even taken the love potion yet, and then you get to that fucking carnival and not being like, yeah, I, sorry, <laughs> I, I just got a call from the station right uh fuck the carnival how about a fake marriage the... hey i just met you you want to get fake married eh, that seems a bit yeah, fucking clingy the... and people yeah. say i have have commitment issues yeah i just don't yeah. want to be fake marriage on the first date so that's a more then, of a second and, date thing and, and then the, that's some of the best part though and then you have the over narration where she's like oh my god he loves me and he's like fuck women <laughs> <laughs> she's like I'm just using no matter how much you, the more you learn about women, the more bored you get with them. <laughs> yeah, it's just like they're only fun for the first couple of months. And the more <laughs> they try, like... the more you hate them. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't even want to talk about the police on police violence because that punch is really bad. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, man, uh, I listen. I, I so, yeah, I think we've come down to our recommendation is get high before you try the love witch <laughs> yeah don't listen to nancy reagan man yeah man <laughs> new get, drugs with this one yeah maybe get maybe get uh dial back the mushrooms or the lsd because you might fucking pull your hair out and jump out a window or something like that but yeah man hit your local dispensary and uh then check out the love witch for your romantic valentine's uh experience and that is our wrap for the day. Please like and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends. If you want to get a hold of us, reach us at the www.howdyoulikethatmovie.com. That show could have been brought to you by a fucking weed provider, man. Jesus, we were just like, whatever, man. Just get fucked up. Watch this movie. <laughs> also, not our sponsor. Not our sponsor. They are, they are not our sponsor. But if they'd like to be, hit <laughs> us up true. on the Twitter. <laughs> like, this this movie has been on my, like, to watch for a while, like, on my queue. Yeah, and then I saw that it was, like, 90-something. I'm like, fuck, Chris is going to wax all po poetic about, like, oh, look at this, a much shot of the fucking birds. Look at this, a much shot of this. And the whole time, I'm like... Or, uh, or, like, or I was going to whack poetically to all the, like, full frontal. <laughs> yeah. But, like, no, no, that's, like, not, not offensive, but, like, big ups on those fucking extras who probably didn't get paid. But, like they probably made sure that they were super like fucking hairy so no one actually knew how fucking small they were they or, could just be like or they man. use a merkin man like it's 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 hollywood they just make a they make a bush wig and stick it on there 
I'm talking about the guys, not the I'm girls. Not, I'm talking. You can. You don't think you can fucking murkin a man? The man murkin. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's it. You gotta, you gotta end it on that. Production by Rod Shaver, Vader Monkey Productions.